This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 50 of Horsemanship Radio, brought to you by Index Fund Advisors, IFA.com. Horsemanship Radio is a part of the family of the Horse Radio Network. And today we have two wonderful horse persons from Hungary. We have Sophie Bruckner and we have Balaj Vermish. And you'll find them really exciting because not only are they young and cutting edge in the horse world, but there is horseback archery involved in this conversation. This is Debbie Lauks, and you're listening to the Horsemanship Radio. Thank you for joining us. Horsemanship Radio airs on the 15th and the 30th of the month, and I have my producer, Glenn, with me here today. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Debbie. I'm so glad I'm here today because we have to talk about something very exciting. I hope it involves your coming out here and visiting. Well, that, yes, we are going to be out there uh, in, what, two weeks from now? Oh, my gosh, yes, really fast, really fast. I'm so excited. And I'm so excited that you invited us to come over to the farm and we get to hang out with you and Pat. I don't know if, is Monty away that weekend? He is still away. He uh, He has a date right after uh, that. So he will still be in England. Yep. Okay. So, uh, well, but we get to see you and Pat and we get to hang out and Jennifer's mm-hmm. so excited to visit with every, all the horses and the trainers and everything, you know, she'll be just distracted the whole day. So I hope so. Yeah. That's my goal is you guys are on vacation. You get to have a little horsey away from time. Yeah. She'll have fun with that. And we got to go to that place Saturday night that, uh, Monty oh, takes everybody. Right. <laughs> whatever that bar is called. Uh, uh-huh. See, yeah, I knew you'd be talking about the saloon. Yes, like, whatever the it's Maverick called. Saloon. Yeah, the Maverick, that's right. <laughs> uh, apparently, that's where you have to go. That's your initiation into Solvang. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, some people think about Danish cookies and things. No, no, no. We think about beer and sawdust on the floor. That's it. (laughs) So anyway, we are looking forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're going to visit with Jamie first in Arizona and then head out your way. So, Oh, I envy you. That's going to be such a fun road trip. We've never been to the Grand Grand Canyon. Canyon, So we're going to be doing that too. We're spent a couple days up there and we have a train trip uh, planned. Jennifer's a big train nut. So yeah, we're going to do a train trip through the canyon there. That should be fun. Awesome. Be good time. Sounds really fun, you guys. And, and she's we'll... never seen the Pacific Ocean in person either, and you're not too far from that. So. Oh, no. I didn't even know that. No, no. we're just we're just a little valley in, inlet from the, from the ocean. And so we we'll have to go down and stick our toes in the water. Have to do that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. We're right where the surf dudes and the, you know, the great whites are. It's oh, so there you go. We'll just stick our toes <laughs> in. We'll be fine. Oh, yeah, just the toes. <laughs> Can't afford to so lose we... one or two of those. <laughs> We only use the beach to uh, actually ride on. We yes. Don't. It's really nice. She could arrange that. Jennifer would be thrilled. Oh, well, you know, She's done the Atlantic talking. Ocean. She hasn't done the Pacific. So. Oh, we have to we have to give her an initiation here. Absolutely. <laughs> we got willing partners, really quiet, lovely horses that just love the ocean. So we'll have to do that. If you have time. Well, well, well yeah, we're have- going to be there for two days. We might as well do something, right? Oh, that's awesome, you guys. Yes, we will have a great time. You're going to love, and you're going to love all the horse people in the valley. I mean, it's just, we've got every discipline you can imagine in this small little valley, and it's just a a little pocket of horse heaven. Very good. Well, and I'm excited about something else, too, coming up in the Horse Radio Network. We'll make the announcement here for the first time on the Horsemanship Radio Show. And that is that the Horse Radio Network is doing the first ever 
12-hour live Jump holiday on. marathon, <laughs> Radiothon we're calling it, spon- sponsored by Weatherbeta and Horselovers.com. And what's going to happen is uh, we are going to be live on the air November 30th, Cyber Monday. We figured everybody's theoretically at their computers that day, right? <laughs> um, so we're going to be November 30th. It's going to be a holiday party, basically a party all day for 12 hours. And we're going to play music, and we're going to we're going to have uh, famous uh, names in the horse world calling in riders and otherwise from the horse world, and it's all about your favorite holiday memories. That's the theme mm-hmm. of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know how uh, the Rose Parade always has a theme. Well, that's our theme this year: is your favorite holiday memories. So we're going to have these top names calling in and telling your favorite holiday memories. The hosts are going to be doing that, and we're going to ask our listeners to call. So we need Horsemanship Radio listeners to call that's in. That's right. Come yeah. on, you guys. you got to help me. I'm the little guy. Now, Doc, <laughs> Dr. Wendy and I from the Driving Radio Show are going to be hosting all day. She's coming up and going to be in the studio here in Ocala. And she's going to be with us all day, and I'll be there all day, and Coach Jen will be producing all day. And, but we're, you know, give us a break. <laughs> we're going to yeah. have all the hosts from the other shows come on an hour at a time. And your hour is when? Mine will be 1 p.m. Eastern time. So and it's not just yeah. you either. That's right. We will have a, a, some mystery guests as well. Absolutely. But you also have a co-host that's kind of special. Well, Monty will be there, of course. Well, Monty, course. but who's going to be sitting in the whole, don't forget your mother. Oh, sorry, Mom. <laughs> of course, she props me up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is have the joining whole you the whole day. So the whole hour, she'll be joining in, and we're so excited to have Pat on the air with us, too. And we want to hear some of the stories of the holidays in the Roberts family. And we're going to have to make some agreements ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we thought it'd be really fun since, it, you know, it is that uh, Thanksgiving weekend, and it's one of the few weekends where we really can get a lot of people together on the farm and uh, and talk stories we do starting on Thursday with Thanksgiving. Probably a lot of people do. So we should have some really good ones by this time that November 30th rolls around. Well, that's terrific. And we're going to be giving away prizes every hour. We have six uh, horse rescues that we're going to highlight all day long. And they're going to highlight a Christmas adoption horse, a horse that's mm-hmm. available for adoption for Christmas. So, And they're going to be from all around the country, all different breeds that we'll be highlighting all day long. We have prizes, one every hour. And then we have a grand prize at the end of the day that we'll be announcing that's worth over $500. So mm-hmm. uh, oh, I think we're going to be giving away close to, oh, it's going to be over $2,000 worth of prizes that day. That's uh, amazing. So we it's just going to be a dressage for an hour and eventing for an hour and endurance for an hour. And the CHA is going to be there for an hour. And of course, horsemanship will be there for an hour and hit them and stable scoop and all the different shows will be represented all day. And we're going to also ask for something else. If you can't call in that day and say hi and tell us about your favorite holiday memory, we're going to have a voicemail line. And there's a lot of competition going on now amongst the hosts <laughs> who can get the most, most to uh, leave voicemails or sound 
sound files. You can even set, record it on your phone and send us a sound file. But we want you to be creative. Sing a Christmas song. Uh, write a poem. Uh, yeah. Sing a Christmas song about uh, Monty. Uh, yeah. Come up with something clever. Um, we, I don't, you know, have your kids do it or whatever. We want fun, interesting stuff. We've done this before at the on the Horses in the Morning show, and the listeners came up with the most fun things. They were singing. They were playing instruments. They had written poems. We had Lisa Kelly, who is the very famous Ice Road Trucker from the Ice Road Trucker show, the star of that show. She mm-hmm. listens to our shows, and she was driving the ice roads when she heard this call out, and she actually wrote a poem, pulled over on the ice roads, and uh, recorded it and <laughs> sent it to us. So uh, we, had, we had some stars, some ce- real celebrities chiming in. With some Gets really your creative stuff. juices going. Yes. This sounds so fun. So this is your first annual, though, right? This, this is, is the first, first annual. Like and thank you to Weatherbeta for sponsoring the whole day and to Horse yeah. Lovers for sponsoring the voicemails. And then we have a bunch of other sponsors that are really helping make this happen because it is an event to try and pull this off live for 12 hours. I can't imagine. But now yeah, if you can't listen happy. live... Don't worry, because we will put them, we're going to break them into hour pieces. Every hour, we'll break them into 12 of them. And then we're going to put the horsemanship one out on the horsemanship feed that week. So if you missed uh, Debbie's hour, Debbie and Pat and Monty's hour uh, live, you'll be able to listen to it on this show's feed. Uh, So, uh, And then all the other hours will be available as well. Well, plan ahead, though, and send that file for me, too, and help me out here. But tell me about the 6 p.m. is Horse Husbands. What are you doing with that, Glenn? Well, we have a new Horse Husbands segment on Horses in the Morning that uh, Timothy co-hosts with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that hour will be reserved for all men. Yeah, we we don't allow women on our show. It's all men. Uh, and what we do is basically we talk about our perils and how hard, difficult our life is yeah. um, living with horse women and the trials <laughs> and tribulations that go along with that. And then we just interview, uh, you know, interesting horse husbands and we'll have some very famous horse husbands calling in, too. So, yeah, uh, very- yeah because we have our own problems. Uh, that's right. That's of right. course you do. In the whiners. <laughs> that's, <right>. that's the <laughs> whiny show. It's a whiny show. <laughs> you guys are so much fun, though. This is going to be great. We get all represented in one whole day. That's that's going to be a lot well, of fun. Well, and you know, what better time than the holidays, right? I mean, what better time? We're going to play and a lot of music. and Great causes. You've got yep. everything in there. Yeah, you've got a reason to be. I'm, I'm sure that this will kick off the holidays for everybody. This will yep. be really I think it'll become an annual event that everybody will really look forward to, too. There you go. Jen just hates to hear that, probably. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't like this idea much. She said, you have 20 hosts and one producer. Exactly. When am I going to eat and go to the bathroom in 12 hours? I have to eat every couple hours, Glenn. (laughs) So we're going to get her some help. We can't kill our producer. (laughs) We we need her to survive this. So. And so we're going to have people, uh, because that's the t- season two in Ocala here, where some of uh, the uh, riders start to descend upon the Florida. So oh, I'm yeah. sure we'll have some guests stopping into studios here live, too. Oh, good so it should be fun. Great. But yeah, we're going to announce more and we'll give you all the details about where you can submit your, you can submit your submissions um, and <laughs> how the prizes are going to work and all of that stuff uh, coming up on future episodes. Good. Thanks for announcing here. Yay. Really? Yay. Well, now we got a guest, don't we? We do. We do. We got a couple, actually. Yeah, we do. We have. Um, Wait Sophie a minute. I have to yep. put on my armor before you interview these two. Okay. I need my armor because it could be dangerous. 
<laughs> yes. Well, there is one out of the two. One is teeny tiny. She is about 100 pounds, and so she's probably not going to produce any problems for you. But Balage, on the other hand, Balage Verme, as you can see him on his Facebook page, is a very tall, a very in shape. Uh, he, he and has been doing this for 18 years, and he's a young guy. He started about age three and started riding about seven or eight, but he, um, he became very proficient in the, um, horseback archery. And he began to train at a very young age under one of the most, well, he is probably for 20 years now, the most famous horseback archer in, uh, Hungary. So we're going to hear a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting history and also a lot of, um, uh, about a sport that I think will be growing internationally in the next, uh, 10, 10 years or so. And we're going to do that right after this word from IFA.com. Hi, I'm Mark Hebner, president of Index Fund Advisors and proud owner of Monty Roberts' Willing Partners graduate, He's a Sugar Bear. (laughs) You know, investment portfolios are a lot like horses. You need to find one that best suits you, your temperament, and your stage of life. Some people might like an energetic horse and an aggressive investment portfolio, while others are more comfortable with a gentle ride and a more conservative investment portfolio. The trick is to find the one that's right for you. That's what Index Fund Advisors is all about, matching people with portfolios, risk-appropriate, low-cost, and globally diversified investment portfolios. You can find the right portfolio for you by taking the Risk Capacity Survey at ifa.com. That's IFA as an index fund advisors. Or you can call us toll free at 888-643-3133. That's 888-643-3133. We're very fortunate to have uh, two wonderful horsemen from Hungary. Can you say hi to the listeners? (laughs) Hello. Hello, everybody. You can hear we've got some accents going here. Sophie, <laughs> Sophie is our support system. Balash just literally got off the plane about, I don't know, 10 two days weeks, ago? Yeah. Two weeks ago? Yeah, two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago. He, almost three. Almost three. Almost three. And is this the farthest you've gone outside of Hungary on a trip? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. But we have a talent. The big big trip. The big trip. A yeah, big it trip. Is it is. Yeah, it's a big trip. How many hours are you in a plane? Fifteen. Fifteen hours. Yeah. yeah. You could have gone just about anywhere on the earth yeah. and gotten there. Huh? Yeah. I think so. And we're lucky to have Sophie, who is actually not that far away from us. She's Sacramento? Uh, almost. I'm in King City. It's about two and a half hours north from here. Yes, very close. But she happened to marry an American man, smart girl, and she is now <laughs> living yeah. here. And we've been fortunate to have her go through um, several of the courses, and she's well on her way to becoming a certified instructor, and that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> yes, that's the goal. And she was actually here um, at Flags at Farms, where we are recording this, when Jamie Jennings, the co-host of Horses yes. in the Morning, was here. And uh, you were on interning and as a part of the Gentling Wild Horses course. Yes. How yes. was that? That was wonderful. That was an awesome experience. And Jamie is just an, an amazing person. It was so pleasure to, to meet her and her whole family. So that was very loving. And the course was, wow, I, I learned a lot too. And it was really good to take part in as well. Mm, so yeah. I, I loved the whole thing. 
Fantastic. Yeah, it was the first time we've ever put this course on. So how yeah. was that? You were part of the probably organizing it a little bit, too, because you were here before the course started. What yeah. what went into some of that, getting ready for that? Um, I wasn't uh, really part of the organiza- organizing it. Getting the horses or anything? Yeah, uh, yeah the horses, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we prepared them a little bit. I mean, we tested them, mm-hmm. how they would act. But the, the magical part was it. Uh, we didn't know what to expect, mm. so we we had uh, several uh, people, experienced people, and a few they never had really experience with mm. white horses, mm-hmm. and that was the the key point of it because nobody knew where or how it's gonna be, or and it's just happened, and mm. we uh, we just made it fit to everybody, yeah. and and they were all they all loved it. You guys came out of that two week. It was a two week. Sh- program uh took the weekend off in between yeah but really it was an intense almost like going back to camp and you guys came out like a family at the end of that what (laughs) was that like yes it was beautiful and uh it was really interesting to see other people other really experienced people to work with those horses and uh like to learn from each other um and they helped a lot us too so uh and mostly the with others to uh who uh, had less experience with the white horses mm-hmm. they worked really good together so mm-hmm. that was another interesting part to see yeah very interesting and y- you don't often get monty here teaching a course like that brand new course oh yeah having him in that gent link facility too was that uh was that a unique experience it was a unique experience mm-hmm. and uh the i loved how he learned as well during the course and he's really open to uh, to new things, to learn from the horses every time. And it's just so wonderful to see. I know that they had a show uh, recently on Horses in the Morning where Gabe, who was also part of the class, oh, talked yeah. a little bit about Random. What were your impressions about Random now that we know a little bit about him? He and his horse was my favorite part of the course, actually. Um, Random was just so unique. Um and I'm very happy uh, that he's happy now. So he got loose. <laughs> I, the sanctuary. He, the yeah. sanctuary, yeah. yeah. And he can live uh, as a horse now. Mm-hmm. Um, even if we, we saw a, a lot of really nice progress. And uh, like after a while, after a few days, I could just go in and, and pet his forehead. Mm-hmm. That was magical. Mm-hmm. And so I knew he had trust. But it was, it was hard on him mm-hmm. uh, to be around people. And this way, it's less stressful for him. So I'm happy for him and happy for Gabe. Mm-hmm. And it was very amazing them to, to be here and, and see how they progress together. And step, step by step, see see the magic of it. Fantastic. She's got a big smile on her face, as we're saying. So <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah, Random yeah. touched a lot of lives, too. And and so when you heard that we have Balazs coming over all the way from Hungary, what was your impression about horseback archery? What did you know about horseback archery? I got super excited when I, when I hear the, the story and his coming because uh, it's just very unique. I mean, we are a small country mm-hmm. and I never really, I, I met Hungarian people here, but not too much. And like coming somebody here who knows a lot about horses and something I never really experienced, uh, the, the archery uh, mm-hmm. thing. Um, and become like a, a famous person here as a Hungarian. It's <laughs> just so excited for me, exciting for me. Um, and uh, I saw some uh, some shows in Hungary. Uh, we have big events. So I, I saw uh, horseback archery before. But uh, when I saw his video uh, before he came here, 
that was that was so unique because that show um, demonstrated something uh, unique uh, communication, unique connection with the horses. So it wasn't only about shooting arrows; it was it was really a connection with the horses. So they they do something something special. Mm. Mm. So yeah, Sophie is talking about some video. If you go on YouTube, Balaj, we can see video of guys on horseback and gals on horseback charging through um, what are, look like maybe two ropes, like they've formed a, a trail that the horses can go on so that your hands are free yeah. to shoot. But you don't do that. The, the video that I saw, or maybe you do, but the video I saw was of the horses being very still at a lot of times, and you're, you're, you're actually shooting, or what do you call it? Shooting? Is it your... Yeah, archering. Archering. Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> Archering from the horseback, or sometimes you're moving. But tell us a little bit about how you got to be a champion horseback archer, and is it a growing sport? I'd love to hear something from the Hungarian point of view about the sport. Uh, yeah, um, it is a growing sport, but it is a very, very young sport now because uh, it is just... Uh, uh, our master, Lajos Kasei, it started uh, in the end of uh, 80s, so uh, it is a young uh, sport and on the world is very young, uh, on the whole world, because uh, he was the first man who started uh, in the new age. And uh, we Hung- uh, Hungarian people look at a different way, horseback archery, because it for us not just a sport, it is one part, but uh, uh, it is a tradition, and uh, it is a martial arts to us uh, for for my school, the Kashai school. And uh, uh, we have a sports part, of course, but uh, it's not the main part. I think uh, every part is uh, very important uh, in this. Uh, in this uh, breed man, it is, yeah, it's it is a discipline. very so yeah. there's, there's so there's different elements that are important to you yeah. in this sport. But the 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 peak, the goal, it is the competition, of course. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so we need to earn points, and uh, we need to ride on horse and uh, archering uh, at the same time. So it is a big uh, challenge for us. But uh, it's so uh, important the the physical uh, part of 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 the mental um, yeah, yeah the mental okay the mental part it is very you need big discipline in uh, your body and the control everything the horse you the movements and uh, so I think it is very uh, contact uh, what is uh, set at. Complete. 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 It's a complete yeah. discipline. So yeah. mind, body, horse. So how do you choose your horses, first of all? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, good question. Uh, we we choose horses uh, about the, the patient and uh, the health, of course. Uh, but uh, nothing special as, uh, as um, for example, a gallop horse or a good reining horse because we we didn't need we don't need a, a special um, properties oh, okay. or breed okay. because it's not a big uh, 
we need we we don't need a big speed or a very good turning uh, property. So we need a horse just train and uh, and go straight and uh, listen to cues. Mm-hmm. So is it more like yeah. the horse personality? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, the look like, but um, you want a good looking horse yeah, too. Yeah. But they don't need speed. They need a good mind. They need a good <clears throat> men- mental yeah. approach. Stable. And stable very stable. Mind. So most of your cues are coming from your legs because you've got your yeah, and uh, from my body. Yeah, and from your body. So tell we, us. We don't use reins. You don't use reins be- at all until the yeah. horseback archery. Yeah. So so we need to train a horse uh, to to the leg and the body cue. Mm-hmm. And do you start do you start with a horse like for you because you're a champion. So let's learn from you and not what everybody else does. <laughs> but do you want a horse that's never been trained before when you get your your horse or do you prefer to have Laush Kashai train him first or how do you do it? Oh I I use my own training system, but uh, I learned from Laos and uh, from my father because he is one of the um, the leaders of the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all my family do it. Is that right? So I I learn from everybody who can help me and uh, who who have some good advices. But uh, I use my own system, or of course, because. Um, because everybody make this uh, uh, learning from his from own claim mm-hmm. motivation. Your yeah, own, yeah. Your what you need exactly, <laughs> then you you try train the horse to this this direction. Okay, so if you've got a good horse and you're trained and everything now, tell me about the archery part because I don't know anything about how you score or keep points or. You know, I imagine hitting the center of a target is your <laughs> your big goal. But but tell us if we don't know anything about horseback yeah, archery. It is the competition, but we are using horseback archery everywhere. It's not just on this track. Okay. So we need the horse go not just straight or on in the circle, but in the battlefield because mm-hmm. we make Based some demonstration or shows. But uh, the competition, it uh, we have a straight track. It is a ninety nine meter. And in the uh, middle of the track, uh, there is a target uh, nine meter from uh, from the track, okay. and uh, it is ninety centimeters big as a circle. That's big. Yeah, and there there are uh, circles. the The middle is uh, thirty centimeters, mm. and the second is uh, sixty, and the biggest, uh, the last is ninety centimeters. And the middle is four point. The second is three, and the Last is two points, mm-hmm. and you can shoot as as many arrows you can uh, on the track. But the horse uh, has uh, just uh, twenty seconds to pass this uh, mm, distance. He so, has to make it in twenty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, you start. Uh, there are uh, two gates in the end and in the beginning, of course. Mm-hmm. And if you uh, go through into the uh, to gate, you can start the shoots, and you shoot, 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 and in the end, uh, you you gain. Sorry, a, you said you shoot an Indian. 
In in the end, uh, when you oh in the uh, end, okay, yeah. got you. Okay, well, when I, you my brain when you finish <laughs> when you finish your uh, gallop, uh, these points uh, are count together, mm-hmm. and uh, what the horse um, earned mm-hmm. from this twenty seconds, it is plus for this, okay. and uh, you have nine gallops, and there is a result. Okay, that's interesting that you said the horse's points. You didn't say your points. I like that perspective. Are the points, do the points go with the horse as opposed to the competitor? Yeah. Ah, so do you show more than one horse do, or compete with? Uh, on one competition, you can uh, just one horse use okay. everybody, but uh, but you can go to competitions and uh, you can use other horse. Uh, every competition, mm-hmm. so it's not important. You you need to use just yours. Okay, so you probably always have young ones coming up. How many horses do you have? I especially have just one. Okay, but uh, at home uh, we has uh, we have uh, eight horses. Mm-hmm. And these are with your family, your dad's training. Yeah, with them. we we had a group there, a tribe. Because we uh, call these groups horseback archery groups uh, tribe, and uh, there is a school at home. So there, are, uh, I think, uh, fifteen or sixteen people now studying mm-hmm. the horseback archery. So, if you were going to talk to a young kid these days, you know, yeah. you're how old are you now? Twenty. I'm twenty six. Uh, no, twenty five. Today 25. is twenty five. That's Tomorrow's right. Tomorrow's twenty six. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so still 25. But if you were to talk to that 10-year-old or 12-year-old boy or girl who wants to get into horseback archery, what would you say to them? What would you say to them to do first to go learn? Good idea. <laughs> Good idea. Get Good it. idea. It will be first my sentence, but uh, it is a very disciplined something. Uh, you need to focus on that and uh, you need uh, to may, uh, think it uh, sure. And uh, seriously, because uh, it is a long way, very long way. Uh, these uh, the results are coming just I don't know how it's many years time. later. Yeah. yeah. So I I will uh, recommend um, for them work hard mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, think it seriously. Yeah, think long term when you're getting a, into this sport. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing it? I, I, uh, eighteen years. Wow! <laughs> you mostly remember just doing this, yeah. 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 And when did you see the results? After how many years? Uh, what kind of result? My res- my first result was uh, in uh, uh, two thousand four. It was my first competition, and not so big result, but uh, it was my first, and the uh, first good. Result was I think uh, at uh, 2008 or 2007 I don't know mm-hmm. and then I became the the fifth or the sixth in the world so wow. it was a very That's very a big result. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I I liked it so uh, <laughs> it, it was a very big honor for me. Yeah. So as a mom, I'm going to ask this question. Is there any inherent danger? You say it's a martial art, you know, and most martial arts, you know, they teach a lot of Taekwondo and stuff. You don't make contact, you don't get hurt. And I I don't see where you would get hurt in this sport, but maybe there's some 
Uh, as a martial arts, it's not the contact because we can't use arrows. Good, yeah. Again. <laughs> really glad you. But uh, the the mental parts and the the spirit of the the sport it is is very close to martial arts because it was a um, um, fighting uh, style. So the our ancients it's uh, it used in a, in a battle. So. It it is very very close to mm-hmm. to martial arts and it's for the us. mindset probably the so mindset you makes really sense have too. to be focused yeah. on yeah. yes yeah, taking all that mind body and and horse together. So you said that Laos Kashai sort of got this started as a sport in the seventies, but what happened to it? You know, obviously it goes way back in tradition. What happened in? It is a good question. I don't know exactly what, but uh, in Hungary. There was a very big uh, change of the of the fighting style in a thousand because the uh, church is coming inside to Hungary and uh, the horseback archery was part of the old old world old Hungarian world and they want to uh, chase down uh, this um feels in the people mm-hmm. so they bring knights and uh, the new the the west culture to hungary i see yeah so western culture um was was the, what was more accepted and they were frowning yeah. on the hungarian culture and they were really afraid of the hungarian horseback archers ah yeah. so there was a yeah. motivation was because Mongols, nobody knew earlier yeah, and it was yeah. Like, oh my god and it is it's, it's pity because uh, if if we see the Mongols, they are coming uh, in thousand two hundred, and they chase down everybody. Yeah, pretty it, intimidating. It was, I yeah, imagine. yeah. It was more like effective uh, fighting style and the battlefield. So, it's since I have two Hungarians here, I should say. Tell us a little bit about the history of the horse, because really, you guys kind of go back to epicenter of where horses came from in, in all our disciplines, didn't you? That Mongolia, Hungary, Czech Republic. Czech, Czech no, Czech Republic. Republic. <gasps> Sorry, <Yeah. laughs> look at that. There was a tender spot there. Uh, they are near uh, Slovakia and Czech Republic, but they are no uh, horse riding nation. No, it is no. just nowadays, but yeah. uh, there is Western. You can barely ride in a covered wagon, yeah. right? <laughs> they, they, they don't have a tradition, yeah. horse riding mm-hmm. tradition. Mm-hmm. But we so have. Tell us about the yeah. Tell us about the Hungarian tradition of horseback riding. It's amazing. You believe we like Hungarians came from from the east? Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe. <laughs> it's not what I studied, but I believe so. Yeah. Is there a, is there a... Yeah, because, yeah, we're supposed to come, at least, at least the language is supposed to come from Finnish. Oh, um, uh, and it's, there's a big fight about it. Yeah. So, this, yeah, the, the traditional things and the horses, that this style, it should come from, from the East. I see. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, Skitian nation. Mm-hmm. Skitians. Uh, I think, and many people think, and the, in Hungary, and uh, the scientists and uh, these big people, mm-hmm. they say the they say uh, Skitians our ancestors and Hans. Mm-hmm. So the history in the Hungarian people always was with horses. Mm-hmm. 
always something connected. Well, what what I'd like to get into a little bit is about horsemanship too, and how natural horsemanship or the the harmony between horse and rider has come to Hungary, and how Hungary has come to the rest of the world too in seeking out people like Monty Roberts and people and join up and, and how is that changing things or how is it that the world maybe is embracing what Hungary's always done all, all along? Can you talk to that a little bit? I I don't know in the past how was that, but I think uh, now as a nat- natural horsemanship we can uh, um, uh, Thanks uh, so much from a Western culture, because, uh, for example, Monty Roberts, he was the first who who show us showed us how to how to we can do it without uh, violence. violence. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is many many people now, fortunately, uh, who who use non-violence uh, teaching methods, and. Uh, this world is so open, so uh, we can uh, learn on the internet, on courses, and everything comes to, to Hungary too. So it is very good, and I think uh, now in Hungary, uh, start uh, people uh, grow up to to this uh, level. To do it different, mm. to do it yeah, better. Yeah. yeah, so they're they're more open to it because they've just grown up with it. Yeah. Now the ideas are starting to take hold in the youth yeah that's great. what do you think i was in the old old times in hungary was it more like horseman, horsemanship or was it more violent i, I don't know it was different it was uh the horsemanship as i know it was very uh uh com- uh context complex Complex, complex with the military part, uh-huh. okay. and uh, the soldiers made it uh, mo- uh, mainly. Mm-hmm. So it it was very disciplined and uh, very strict. But uh, there was a camp Urkane. Do you know it? Camp Urkane. Urkane. These ho- uh, horsemen was once of the big horsemen in the world. Mm. For example. Uh, uh, the one one horseman, uh, how is he called? Uh, he made here one of the biggest school in America. Mm. After after in a communism, he need to he have to uh, uh, escape from Hungary. Okay. Uh, so he made it. Uh, what is his name? Oh, this is testing your history. So this probably goes back to World War Two. Yeah, after after from that escapes. Uh-huh. And uh, there were very big horsemen, but uh, in the communism, everything was everything collapsed. Yeah, in communism, there was a veterinarian that we had working here that was Hungarian that did get out from Germany. Uh, he was he he was practicing both in Germany and Hungary. I guess he was pretty famous. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember his name right now. Oh, but- I know a name: uh-huh. Bertalan Németi. Oh, do you know that name? He made here, I don't know where exactly, in the USA, but uh, he made it, and uh, it is very big, very big. And uh, Is it still broken? Yeah, as oh, okay. I know, as I know, but I don't know what what is the name of the school. Okay. But his name was? 
Bertalan Németi. And it was the, the challenge for him. Uh, there were a horse who, who, want, who didn't want to step back. And uh, they, people said, um, who able uh, go back with horse, he will the leader of our school. Oh. And uh, I don't know how many people tried it. And everybody has just 20 minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and everybody start to back up oh, and nothing happened. Horse, done. And uh, then come this guy, Bertalan. And he starts work with horse, and uh, nothing with backup, no, just work with horse. And they watch the watch and okay, then thank you very much. Okay, what the horse need to do? Step back up. <laughs> okay, then here you are. <laughs> and he backed up. Yeah. A one. He became the leader. He of the became team. the leader of the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Because that at that point the horse was totally cooperative with whatever he wanted to do, and he backed up. Makes good sense. I love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty story. close it's to legend. what Monty is doing with the dually. Pretty much, yeah. it's true. But he didn't have a dually to work with. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> that's the same yeah. principle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Sophie, you go back into the horsemanship too. When did you get? You got into horses when you were a young girl. Uh, yeah, but I didn't really do it seriously. No. Uh, my first experience was about age two or three. Oh, that's but my pet. Yeah, pretty far back. <laughs> It was just a little, like a kid's riding. My parents put me in a horse, a little pony. And that's in Hungary. That's in Hungary, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took just a couple of minutes, and the round ended, and they couldn't take me off the horse. Oh, like, two or three people were like, tried to get off me in the horse, and I was just screaming, no, holding <laughs> with my legs and arms. So that's how it started, my addiction. And, um, yeah, I had connection with horses, and I rode not too much. My parents didn't really let me ride uh and i had an accident at age 10 mm. so it uh, i can't i still continued um but not that seriously mm. and i was about 24 and when i realized uh, i can't live without this at all mm. <laughs> so then i started ride seriously and regularly and and i bought my horse at age 28 so and that's where the whole thing started, uh, I had some, I didn't really know anything about horse training at that time, uh, just like basic riding things. And um, I had some little problems with her, and it was exactly the time when our first Hungarian instructor, Kata Pataki, started to have her courses. And I, I she scheduled one exactly on my birthday, and oh, that's the best time, so <laughs> maybe what? I should check it. So it was just a, a one-day join, of course, and mm-hmm. so I went there, and I loved the whole thing, and yeah. Yeah, that's how it started. And Fantastic. Yeah. So Kata got you um, involved in the yeah. join-up. and my horse. Yeah, I wouldn't be here today now without my horse. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. What's the name of your horse? Uh, if I translate it, it's Velvet, because she's bad. Velvet. <laughs> she, she's, oh, yeah, she's Black nice. Velvet. She's Black Velvet. That's nice. But you've told me uh, that you talked about maybe taking some of these concepts into other parts of life as well with the horses. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Uh, you mean the therapy mm-hmm. programs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I always liked uh, the, the principle this way, uh, using the horses as a therapy. And my experiences just with my horse and, uh, and my friends, uh, there was a little bit of that because I have uh, some friends, they never really touched a horse before. 
and oh, just come on over, just just check it. That's that's fine. That's that's a really cool thing. And so they just came over, like colleagues or just some good friends. And oh, I'm not sure about that. Oh, and so they had like the first touch, and like a few um, parts later, they just riding my horse and they were just oh my god i love this Mm -hmm. so it was a wonderful experience and uh so i saw them like he opened up a little bit healing one of my best friends she started crying Mm -hmm. on my horse is it normal yes it's normal they have a wonderful energy and if you let it go in it helps you healing and help you get better or just just find yourself and a lot of other things and here at Fluggies of Farms, uh, my first experience with the horse sense of healing, uh, that was, I, I became totally addicted. Uh, that, was, that really did the magic, even if I was just watching it. Um, and um, so people like came back after wars and they don't trust anybody and they don't really want connection with anybody or animals or nobody. And, and they just go through this whole process and you see them changing it brings up their problems they need to face with and and it's really it, it does the magic and um so now i'm here it's my th- uh, third time this weekend and it's always something new it's always something um i want to experience more and more and more and that's what i could really imagine in the future uh, because there are a lot of therapy programs uh for people like this or or even handicapped people anything and uh, but this one has something extra and it's to join up the moment when you really can uh, get that trust you earn that trust because horses don't trust you as well you have to earn it and that's when when you do that session and they just came to you and say okay I, I trust you and you can trust me that's that's wonderful. It is. Did did you get to talk to some of the veterans that had gone through too? Like, did you take walk the horses back with them and, and yeah. just listen a little bit? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's very interesting uh, because I never had these experiences. Um, like the first time I thought, oh my god, I have no idea what they went through because I can't really even imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they open up and and when they just start talking. You, you feel that and you get involved and um, and it's it's wonderful and it really helps them. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's interesting too, a lot of the military go into um, law enforcement, you know, they become police officers and everything that they're going through right now is, we're, I think we're going, we're getting more people um, out there with traumatic experiences now. It seems like horses are needed more than ever before yes can you see yeah can yes, you absolutely. see that growing yeah. yeah yeah i think so too and, and i and tell us a little bit why you think horses as opposed to any other kind of animal therapy is different um you mean why the horse is mm-hmm. different with the therapies mm-hmm. um it, there's always one sentence in my mind um i um i studied a little bit of uh like horse uh chiropractic uh horse massage and uh, the guy said when he works with people too and works with horses too and uh, somebody asked him once uh, what's the difference between like working with people and horses and he said uh, when he works with people his energy just goes out so it, it needs more energy to work on people and horses just give it to give it back oh, that's awesome. uh, and anytime he works with the horses they just feel like charged up um, because they really give it 
And um, I think almost like every uh, type of animal can do it. But horses, they just they just want to give more mm-hmm. or they really want to help you. They they really feel you and they, they want that connection with you. Yeah. And they um, don't ask much for it either, do they? You yeah. Know, yeah. Their, their motivation seems to be exactly. different than and, the dogs. And they because. really feel what, what it's going yeah. inside yeah. you. They do. They're, yeah. they're mirrors. They're, they're exactly. very empathetic yeah. that way too. Very interesting. Well, we wish you well on all that too. Yeah. We want to be exciting to watch your career go on and Bellage too. It'd be really fun. So, am I going to see you out here shooting arrows and and demonstrating? Yeah, I, I, I practice every day. So, oh, do you? Okay, good. Yeah, of course. So, make sure you tell me where you are so I don't get shot. <laughs> <Yeah. and then. laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty good target, though. I'll I'll stay away from that. I'll look for that big target out there. Oh, yeah, rather. Yeah, yeah, good. I look forward to that. I mean, we can get some photos up on the show notes so that we can show mm. people a little bit about your form. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're very smart because there are so many women in this sport uh, of horses, right? In the discipline horses, very few men. So you know, it's pretty much your game to, to oh. win here. Okay. <laughs> There's nothing then, but women around here. Then, so you got it made. You got it made. And, and he knows where the Maverick is in the San Inez Valley, which has now become you know famous. I, mean? and- I yeah. know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Because we, we did a night of inspiration last uh, weekend, and Balaj slipped out right after dinner. And I know they I think they all went to the Maverick. Do you have the Maverick? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got it. Everybody on Horses in the Morning knows about the Maverick. So <laughs> it's pretty famous now. Well, thank you both for, for sharing a little bit of Hungry and Horseback Archery. And horses. Always love to talk about horses here, and I'd love to have you back sometime, too. We all hear about omega-3 and how important it is for your horse's nutrition. But why? Well, simply put, horses were created to get all of their nutrition from live, natural grasses. Omega-3 is an essential fat found in many types of live grasses, and it's critical to the horse's health. If they were living on live grasses 24-7, they would be receiving enough omega-3. But in today's world, most horses are fed commercial feed and forage as their primary nutrition, and most of these are lacking in omega-3. That's where Omega Fields comes in. All of Omega Fields' flax-based products provide a balanced essential profile of Omega-369 and may be helpful in alleviating problems related to skin, coat, hoof, joint, and sand colic. One of Omega Fields' terrific products is Omega Horse Shine. Omega Horse Shine is an Omega-3 stabilized ground flaxseed supplement for horses to help maintain a shiny, healthy coat, strong, solid hooves, and top performance for horses in all life stages. Omega Fields provides the best human-grade, non-GMO ground flax that can help horses with dry, scaly, itchy skin, joint pain and inflammation, poor hoof growth, allergies, and more. Don't just listen to Debbie and I. Alexandra, a customer of Omega Field, says any horse I ever own, I will feed them Omega Horse Shine, and I will recommend it to anyone. You can get your Omega Horse Shine today at OmegaFields.com, or just for our listeners, get 15% off using the coupon code MONTY2015. All one word, it's MONTY2015 for 15% off your next order at OmegaFields.com. That's OmegaFields.com.
Up next, we have our trainer's tip, and it from, comes from Mark Hebner. And his tip is talking about something about how you should have your movement down to this when you're working around your horses. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Mark Hebner from IFA.com. Thanks again for agreeing to come back and share it. We, we talked a little bit about your background in horses and your company and how you're able to own horses and have a beautiful spread out in Rancho Santa Margarita, Cota de Casa, California. Yep. We wanted to know something about what you've learned over these last few years in just diving in head first into horses. Really, I mean, you had roots in New Mexico, but... But you yeah. were not a horse person maybe four or five years ago, is it? You know, something is, like that. This is all your fault, Debbie. I'm so sorry. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell a quick story. I don't, we probably don't have a lot of time, but Debbie came to our wedding. She sat next to a friend of ours. And after they were chatting, our friend decided to get a horse, you know, from Flag is Up Farms, one that Monty Roberts had, had trained and stuff. And then my wife started seeing that and going, man, I'd like to have a horse. Next thing I know, I got two horses. <laughs> At least. But, but one, one quick lesson that uh, I learned in the many uh, trips up to visiting your father, Monty Roberts at uh, his horse clinics, that always stuck in my mind, and, and I think of it often when I'm around my horse, is to move like you're moving in oil. And you just see this. The minute somebody new comes along and they make some jerk reaction, you see the horse just kind of pull back or their, you know, their, their skin just kind of flinch a little bit. And you're reminded how they're so sensitive to quick movements. And so that's my little horse tip. That's great. No, so moving like oil, in oil, like you're yep. in oil, is a little different. Some people think it's kind of like sneaking up on the horse, kind of slinky looking, but it's not that, right? No, no. It's just moving calm. It's just being calm, basically, is what it is. Yeah. And, and so you're not making quick movements or, or jerking around. Those, horse, those, those big eyes on that horse, they just see everything. They do, don't they? They catch it all. It's peripheral. <laughs> you can't and, sneak and, around them. And they've been, they've been taught to run from danger. So if you're moving quick, it feels like danger to them. And so, I don't know. That was just that, one that came to mind. Good, yeah, that's a good tip because I think a lot of people, when they're new to horses, they're worried about being flinchy. And, and actually – it happens that way then when they're worried yeah. about it, they think, Oh, pull my hand away. Oh, I didn't mean for him to. And then the horse now is suspicious of, <laughs> of everything That's about right. that person. So, yeah. And it's a good, right. like you had said in your interview that you use this, uh, this recreation in horses to get away and calm down and, and your whole physiology, um, is, is more at peace. So that means your heart rate's lower, your breathing is lower. And this is all part of that too, in remembering that the horse's physiology syncs with you. So it's a great tip. Well, it's a, there's a reason they call it therapeutic riding. It's, uh -huh. it's actually therapeutic, even if you don't have uh, issues yeah, where, where the horse is helping you. And, you know, just, just the way the horse walks, it, it's sort of uh, melodic, you know. Mm -hmm. I keep thinking of all these old Roy Roger Dale Evanson songs as I'm walking along on the horse. It's, it's mm -hmm. great. I love it. Good. Awesome. Great lifestyle. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that today. Mark Hebner from IFA. All right. Hi, I'm Monty Roberts, and I'm dedicated to training horses without pain. You can learn to do it, too, on my Equus Online University. Western... English, the beginner, or the advanced rider, it doesn't matter. 
You can connect with other students online too, on our forum. And there's a new lesson every week. It's a lifetime of learning for you on my Equus Online University at MontyRoberts.com. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Where in the world is Monty Roberts? Monty is looking forward to meeting some new friends, two-legged and four-legged, in England, October 23 at the Hart Perry College in Gloucester, October 29 at Marist Wood College, October 31, Halloween, on Ingleston Country Club, all the way up in Scotland. And then back in California, Pat Roberts has two events going on. November 6th, she has Horses for Leaders, a professional development workshop at Flag is Up Farms, building trust-based relationships. And then... Following that, we have November 7 and 8, Wild at Heart Weekend with the sculptress and equestrian Pat Roberts and friends. And you can see more at MontyRoberts.com, or you can give them a call the old-fashioned way at 805-688-6288. I didn't miss my cue, Debbie. Did you notice you that? You did I just, perfect. It's the first time just in 50 episodes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> For details about today's show, go to HorsemanshipRadio.com, where you can find links, photos, and more information about our guests. As always, we love your feedback. Please follow us on Facebook under Facebook.com slash MontyRoberts, and at Twitter at Twitter.com slash Monty underscore Roberts. And of course, the app is the best place to listen to the show. Uh, just go to Horse Radio Network on iTunes or Android. Just search for that, and it's free, and it's easy to do. It is. And many thanks to our sponsors, IFA.com, Omega Fields, and Monty's Equus Online University. Be sure to visit all the other great shows on Horse Radio Network at www.horseradionetwork.com. But until next time, have many happy horse hours. <laughs>